Welcome to another edition of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour, where we put the focus on retirement and how to get the most out of our financial lives. Today's show will focus on reducing risk, cutting fees, maximizing income, and making sure you can make it through retirement with confidence in your plan. Your hosts are Jim Files and Dan Ahmet of Peak Financial Freedom Group. They are your go-to resource in Northern California for financial education and guidance. They're the authors of several successful books about financial planning, most recently, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, which sold more than half a billion copies worldwide. Jim and Dan work exclusively with retirees and those of you nearing retirement. And today, they're going to help you sort through the complexities of the financial world and blaze a clear path ahead. Here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. This is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Welcome back to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. You're here with Dan and Jim, and we'd like to welcome you into the show. It's going to be a great show. And the main topic of the day is going to be seven financial resolutions. And it doesn't matter what time of the year. I know people have to make New Year's resolutions, but for finance, it doesn't matter what time you make it because it has to happen when you're ready. But these seven financial resolutions we're going to talk about are going to be very powerful. And if you follow them, you have a high probability of significantly improving your financial position. So we'd like to talk about that. But let's start with Jim. I'm just a wrap up, you know, anything going on in life happening in the past week or so, you, your family? You know, I got to tell you an interesting story, Dan. About a week and a half ago, um, I got home from work. Uh, it was about 4.30 at night. I wanted to head up to Tahoe to our home, and my wife was on the phone. I, I ran to the back of the house, said, let's go, because I wanted to get on the road before it got dark. And she pointed out in the backyard, it was kind of rainy. She said, something just ran, ran across the sports court. I said, well, what ran across? She said, I don't know, some animal. So I went out on the upper deck, and I looked down the sports court, and we have a bunch of rocks behind our swimming pool. And I said, oh, and I'm a whistle. So I whistled really loud, and sure enough, two little ears pop above some of the rocks behind the swimming pool. And I said, oh, it must be a bobcat. So I said, I'm going to run down there. So I walked down onto the pool deck, and below the pool deck a few steps, we have a sports court. So I walked in the sports court, and I looked 20 feet in front of me. There's a mother mountain lion looking at me with the hair up on the back of her neck. Her eyes are bloodshot, and behind the mother mountain lion with this little baby mountain lion, which I thought was a bobcat. And I looked at her. She looked at me. She was in a crouch position. I said, oh, my Lord. There was a shovel about six feet away, and I said, okay, should I go for the shovel? And I said, no, she'll pounce on me. So what I did is I started backing up one step at a time. I looked up in the air. I didn't want to look at her eyes. There were bloodshot looking right at me. And each step I took backwards, she would take a step forward. And I did this for six or seven steps. I could hear my heart pumping in my head. And finally, I got to the staircase, and I backed up the staircase, and she stopped. And I got up to the house. I told my wife, why didn't you tell me there were mountain lions? She said, I don't know there were mountain lions. I just saw some animals running across the sports cart. She thought they were little kitty kitty. She's like, here, kitty kitty, here, kitty kitty. And she's trying to draw the mountain lions in to um, come and visit you. <laughs> you better have a talk oh. with her tonight when you go home. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's not good. You know, that's that, that fear that people have from that kind of animal experience, you know, it's the same kind of fear that you have when you go through a bear market. Well, why do they call it a bear market? Because it's scarier than heck. Yeah. A bear market, that's like facing a mountain lion. Same thing, you face a bear. 
it takes things away from you. It takes your life away from you. It takes your financial life. And when you look at what happened last year, 2022, the S&P 500 down almost 20%. The NASDAQ down almost 35%. We've seen people come in with portfolios. We've done an analysis for them that want us to help them plan. And some of the people were down 40% in their portfolios. You got $3 million at the start of the year. You now have $1.8 million left. Well, that's as scary as facing yeah. a flipping mountain lion face-to-face. Yeah. And the problem you have with those type of clients, and, and there's millions of those people that have those type of portfolios today, they think they can't do anything about it. They think they have to stay in it and you know go through the pain, and hopefully it will come back one day. But you can do something about it. Now, doing nothing about it, we believe, is the wrong choice. You can restructure these portfolios for these type of given markets. And then you can then navigate into a bull market when that happens again. But it's, it's ridiculous for people to sit there and say, hey, I can't do anything about it when they can, Dan. No, definitely. So let, let's look at then some of the resolutions, the seven financial resolutions you can take that can help you in very, very trying times like right now. Well, the first one, which is going to sound easy, but it's probably the hardest one to do, that is stop worrying about my money so much. And that's one of your resolutions. Well, to stop worrying about your money so much, a couple things have to happen. One, you have to learn about your money, and then you have to make sure your money is invested in a way that gives you a high probability that your goals will be met, whatever your goals are, and everyone's goals are separate. But to stop worrying about your money so much, that literally is, if someone asked us, what does Peak Financial do? Our number one goal is to help people stop worrying about their money so yeah. much. So when that becomes one of the financial resolutions that's out there, it's like, hey, that's exactly what we do because people worry so much about their money right now. A lot of them can't even sleep. And it's yeah. not that they're not like um, over exaggerating. They literally can't sleep. You know, Dan, um, I'm looking at an income plan here. And this couple came in about three months ago and they were they were sick about having enough income for the rest of their life. Uh, they had just retired. And they were told by their advisor that they could take 4% off their portfolio. They had $1.459 million, about $1.5 million. And they thought they, they could take out $60,000 a year in income along with their Social Security. Got them about $95,000 to $100,000. It wasn't enough for them to afford the lifestyle they wanted, retirement. So they heard us on the radio. They called in. And by the way, if you're interested, all you have to do is dial pound 250 on your cell phone and then say the keyword money. You'll get right into our office here and we can schedule a meeting. But we actually took that $1.459 million. We got them $151,000 the first year, including Social Security. They had a little bit of a rental income. And then we divided their in- money up into different income products to generate income. They didn't give away the growth. We still had growth in portfolio, but we got them about 50% more income than they thought they could get. And we did it with about 80% less risk than they would have had if they stayed with their current advisor, Dan. Well, just think about what you just said. The story is reducing your risk significantly 70, 80% less risk and increase your income significantly, 50% more income. That's the goal. Once you retire, if you're in that mode, like a lot of you who are listening right now, if you're in that mode, that's what you want to do because why are you worrying so much about your money? Number one, you're worried you're going to suffer a big loss and you're not going to recover. You're worried your income is going to either be too low or it's going to run out or you're going to have to terminate the income. That makes you worry. How in the heck can't it make you worry? Of course, you got to be worried. Of course, it makes it very, very difficult to sleep. Um, you're worried. You're worried about your family, worried about your spouse, worried about the money right now, worrying you'd be poor one day, worrying you could lose your house, all those types of things. So you have to do everything you possibly can to stop worrying. And the one way is to then set up a plan so that it's in writing so you know what you're doing with the money. 
How about the second resolution? That's taking control of my money, stop being so disorganized with my finances. That kind of plays in with number one, stop worrying about it. Yeah, you know, the majority of people that have advisors or work with brokerage companies, they feel comfortable because they have someone they can talk to, but they don't have a plan in writing. People really don't understand what that means, Dan. They think their plan is the statements they get from their broker or the fact that they talk to their broker or their advisor once or twice a year. That is not a plan. That's a conversation, and that's just a bunch of papers. A plan is a detailed document about your life. It takes every objective you have and your wife has if you're married and puts it into a plan so that you have a risk plan, you have an income plan, you have a tax plan, you have a legacy plan, you know where your income is going to come from by income source. Will it go up? Will it go down? Will it go away? What about inflation? How do you handle that? How do you handle long-term care costs? What about your kids and your grandkids? A plan puts all that stuff together in one binder so that you understand it before you invest your money, not after you invest your money. But just to be more organized you don't even have to get to the plan yet you just have to start getting your data together getting your data together such as doing a budget such as organizing your statements getting that at least will let you see that next step you have to take by starting to be organized because right now you might have 32 different accounts if it's all over the place you're disorganized you don't know how much money you have you don't know how much risk you're taking the fees all those things you're talking about but the first step in taking control of your money is starting to be a little bit more organized and starting to put that type of plan um, to together is by getting all the data, budget, how much you need to spend, big purchases coming up, etc. So if all this sounds um, wonderful to you, just stay tuned. You have a wonderful offer coming up and make sure stay with us for the rest of the show. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. You are tuned in to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. Welcome back. Today, we are talking on the show about seven financial resolutions to make so that you can have a wonderful, financially successful year. First two we covered was number one, people all want to stop worrying about their money so much because literally there's so many retirees and soon to be retirees that can't sleep because they're literally worrying about suffering huge losses, about their money running out, basically about not even knowing what in the heck to do. Second is people want to take control of their money. They want to stop being so disorganized. And even if if they are organized, they feel like they're disorganized because they really don't have a plan that we talked about earlier that we'll talk about in detail in a little bit. Um, But let's talk about now a couple more things that are some of the financial resolutions. People say they want to take the time to understand what they're invested in and they want to stop giving away a lot of their retirement savings in the form of hidden fees and expenses. And that comes to understanding what they're invested in, Jim. 
Yeah, that, that's exactly right. But but I think it goes a step further than that in that you have to understand um, how those investments are extracting money out of those investments in the form of fees. And it's very difficult for you as a listener to understand or comprehend because you don't have the tools to do that. And, and that we think that's a super important uh, feature about investing your money. Uh, we can't get out of fees. We're in the fee business as well. But you as a consumer, in order to make prudent and intelligent decisions about your investment, you should understand how fees are impacting them. And the tools that we use will actually tell you with specificity how much you're paying in fees, not only to your advisor, but what about the mutual fund companies? What about the internal trading costs? What if you have a hidden money manager? Uh, What about the cash that sits in the mutual funds that they're not using and how that drags your cash flow down? All those things are really, really important to understand, and the common consumer cannot intelligently understand how to invest their money, Dan, unless you understand those fees first. Well, that's exactly right. So it comes down to then, at the beginning, start taking time to understand what you're invested in. If you have a individual stock, well, you know then that stock can go up and down in value. Everyone knows that. And one thing to understand is typically a stock won't have, if it's not being managed, won't have excess fees associated with it. If you have a mutual fund or exchange traded fund or an index fund, there's going to be potentially someone managing that. There could be an advisor fee, could be an advisory fee, a management fee. There's going to be a fund fee. There's going to be trading costs. There could be cash drag. There's all kinds of stuff. So you have to understand what you're invested in. If you have the bank account, you know you're probably not paying fees unless you have one of those kind you have to pay fees if you don't have a big enough balance. But for the most part, not a type of fee. If you have real estate, there's going to be different types of costs associated with it. So you want to kind of line out what are you invested in and how does it work? And if you don't know, then you make sure you get someone that will help you to understand those things. And at the same time, as you're listing out what you're invested in and how they work, part of the component is then the fees associated with it because you want to know the risk associated with it. You want to know the income potential, how the income flows, and you want to know the fees. And if you do that, it gives you a really good opportunity to understand your money. How about this one? This is a big one. For a financial resolution, how about then stop taking too much risk and basically get in writing, have an accurate risk assessment completed for the first time so people know how much risk they're taking. How is that as a resolution? It's a great resolution. Again, and we I say this just like I said about fees, it's very difficult, if not impossible, for you as a consumer to figure out your fees, let alone figure out the risk you have. Once again, our specialty here at our firm is making sure we understand this and we're using the appropriate tools to figure this out for you. We can determine what your risk is. We have outside third-party companies we use that will tell you how much risk you have in writing, which means that you know that if we have a market crash of, say, 50% in the future, we can tell you within a 90% accuracy how much you're going to lose. Is that important, Dan? What do you think? Well, I think it's the key to allow people to do the number one thing we talked about, which is to stop worrying about their money so much. If we can now pinpoint how much risk they have and then allow them to tell us how much risk they really want to take, think about the power in that. Think about think about what that means in taking control of your money. And just give a quick example. Let's say someone just came in. They had a uh, they, they knew we have a 60-40 portfolio. It's what one of the big brokerage firms has always had us go in for the last 10 years we've been retired. So they're 70. They have a 60-40 portfolio. And we did a risk analysis. And we asked them, how much risk do you want to take? Oh, we're conservative. We don't want to lose that much money. And that's why they put us into 60-40. I said, okay, so how much risk do you think you have? How much could you lose if we have another 08 financial crisis? And they said, we don't think any more than you guys are talking about, no more than 10%, because that's what we've been told. So we did a risk analysis using outside third-party data. We found out that they had about a 38% 
risk on their portfolio. Meaning, if we have another 08 financial crisis, they better be planning to lose 38%, which is almost eight times the amount of risk they really want to take because they didn't want to take more than 5%. So think about that just by being able to pinpoint it. We can say, boom, it closed up everything. There's no more gray area. You can lose almost 40%, which you don't want to do. How much risk do you want to take? They decided they didn't want to take more than 5%. We can then create a plan that will give them about 5% overall risk if the market takes a crash. You know, the, the exciting and sad point about that, Dan, is that when we do a risk analysis, uh, the sad point is is that 85% of the people that come here for the first time seeking a second opinion have a risk factor greater than 40%, which means if the market goes down by 50 or 55%, that's the stock market, they're going to lose 40% or more. And that means a 60-40 portfolio. If you have an 80-20 portfolio, 80% stock, 20% bonds or bond fund, you're going to lose closer to 48 to 50%. The exciting part about this scenario is that we can fix that. That's what we do. We're fixers. We can actually fix that so that we can reduce your risk. And what we try to do here is we don't want you to take more than a 10% risk factor if the market drops by 50. We'd like to get that risk factor in the 5 to 7% range, which we can do, but we don't want you taking more than 10% risk. Well, and if that just sounds exciting to you, like it typically does to most people, simply call pound 250 on your cell phone, say the keyword money, we can get you in and we can do a risk analysis for you. And I think that comes down to then helping people feel like they do have control of their money because risk ends up being, I think, the thing that hurts them the most in their lives as far as worrying, as far as not using their assets for income, as far as procrastinating, as far as regrets, all those things, or worse, actually suffering that big loss because what if you suffered a 40% loss to your asset base right now. Where would you be? You have to think about that. So I think that's the key. Make sure we stop taking so much risk. How about this one? I think this kind of keys and ties everything together. Nail down an actual retirement plan in writing. You talked about this, alluded to it earlier, and having a, a, an actual plan. So kind of is like looking at life. Let's say if you're going to go on a trip and you want to go to Europe and if you go to Europe and you don't have a plan, you just fly there, you don't know what hotel you're going to stay at, you don't know what activities you're going to go to, you don't know what you're going to see, you don't know where you're going to eat, that's probably going to be, for most people, a miserable trip and it's going to be stressful and you're going to be yelling at your wife, she's going to be yelling at you. What if instead you plan it out and you have everything in writing, you know what hotel you're going to stay, how long you're going to be there, what attractions you go, who's going to drive you around, where are you going to go to dinner? That is a stress-free, wonderful trip. Same thing in retirement planning, Jim. You know, the tragedy about that uh, story, Dan, is that uh, 95% of the population uh, spends more time planning their vacation than they do looking at their finances and understanding finances, which is which is ridiculous, but they've been indoctrinated by Wall Street not to pay attention to your finances. Let the big brokerage company or the advisor control your future. You don't understand what you're doing because no one's ever educated you correctly, and if you're not educated, you shouldn't be doing it. And our whole firm here is about education. We are educating now. That's what we do on this radio show. We want to educate the consumer that you can make choices that will better your future. And our whole planning is around education, Dan. Well, in an actual retirement plan, has to focus on writing down everything that you're doing with your money. In the next segment we're going to cover, we'll cover some of the specifics, but think about what if everything, and just take this right now as the truth, everything about your money written down in one location, you can read it, you can go back, you can study it, you can use it to assess how everything's performing. Are you on track in the future? If you're going to make adjustments, what part do you have to make adjustments? How is everything working? How do certain assets work? All those things in writing isn't that then going to educate you a little further down the line and make you feel more comfortable? And that's part of your resolution. So make sure, stay tuned to the offer we have coming up, and we'll be back with some more great information. 
times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. You're listening to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. To learn more about Jim Files and Dan Ahmed, visit peakfin.com. That's peakfin.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back today. We're talking about the seven financial resolutions most people want to make. And it's difficult because once you make a resolution, you're kind of committed to have to do it. Kind of like, you know, you propose to your wife to get married. Well, now you got to do it. Well, same thing. Once you make that financial resolution, you now have to focus on doing it. And that's why people kind of shy away from making that commitment. But when you talk about a commitment such as nailing down an actual retirement plan in writing. And we're not saying set up a 401k or set up an IRA or set up a brokerage account and have an account or have an account plan, which is what your 401k company calls your 401k. They call that your retirement plan or your broker calls your IRA, your IRA plan, or your investment advisor calls your portfolio, your portfolio plan. Those aren't plans. They're just assets. So maybe you can describe in detail what an actual retirement plan is and how it has to be in writing. What's the different segments and how they all tie together to now finally answer all the questions to help reduce the worries people have. Well, let me go back to what we uh, discussed earlier in the show is, is, is fees and risk, because that's part of your plan. So the first thing we have to do is understand the risk you're taking in your portfolio. The second thing we have to do is understand the fees you're paying to have that portfolio right now run on a day-to-day basis. Those are very two very important components. Then we have to do is we have to make sure that we have a budget in place so we understand how much money you're spending now and how much money, if you're not retired, you're going to spend in retirement. And what about those added expenses that come up in retirement? What about we have to look at all that. What about long-term care? Do you have long-term insurance or not? If not, how do you fund that long-term care as you get older? Then we have to develop an income plan to satisfy that budget. We have to make sure we have enough income after tax each month, each year for the rest of your life to maintain your budget, to offset inflation, to make sure there's money left at the end of the game if you do need long-term care. And the income plan is divided up into many, many segments because you have different investments, right? You have different income sources. You have Social Security. You might have a pension. Uh, You have your IRA. You have your 401k. You have your after-tax money. All that has to be developed so that we understand how is the income going to flow off of each one of those income sources, will the income go up? Will it go down? Will it go sideways? Will it increase? Will it go away? All that has to be considered. Then we have to do a tax plan. We have to understand on an after-tax basis how much income is left over after you pay Uncle Sam in the state of California so that you can maintain your budget. Then we have to do a legacy plan. We have to understand based on very conservative rates of return how much is going to be left over in your asset base, including your real estate, including any other investment you have outside of our management so that you understand how much you can have have left at any given time for not only yourselves, if one of you pass away, but also for your beneficiaries. And then lastly, Dan, what do we do lastly to put a kind of a, a seal on all this planning process? 
Well, we have to tie everything together because each one of those components you talked about, fees, risk, income, taxes, net, excess monthly income, legacy, all those things are necessary components of a plan. But a total plan then takes all of those and ties it together in a single written document, typically 12 to 24 pages long, that not only do we get all these corresponding spreadsheets with all the numbers that show all the risk numbers, the fee numbers, the income numbers, the taxes, et cetera, but how about everything tied together in easy to understand plain English writing? that explains every single little detail about your plan and it's read out loud to you with the advisor us signing it you sign it saying yes this is my plan we will not let you move forward unless you understand your money and understand your plan because we think you have liability and we have liability and we know the best plan we can develop is going to tell you in writing and explain what your current fees are and what the fees you're going to be paying with our plan will be it's going to show how much risk you're currently taking and if you're taking 30, 40, or 50% risk right now and don't know it, and really in your gut want 5%, you better get that type of analysis done. Where your income's going to come from, how much tax you're going to pay, all those things. And right now, if you know the fees you're paying, which you probably don't, the risk you're taking, which you probably don't, where your income's going to come from, which you probably don't, how much tax you're really going to pay, probably don't, how to create net excess monthly cash flow, probably don't, and how much you really get to leave your beneficiaries. If you know all those things, you don't need us. If you need these things, then... Feel free. Give us a call at pound 250. Say the keyword money. We will meet with you to go over how to develop a plan that will help you enact all of these things, Jim. You know, Dan, every single person listening right now needs that plan. Every single person. And I would say 99.99% of you do not have a plan. And I will also tell you 95% of you won't pick up the phone to do anything about it right. And whether you call our firm or any other firm, find a firm that does planning and call them. Get a second opinion. Your first opinion is what you're doing now. And if you don't have a plan now, it does no good for you to go back and call your advisor and say, I want a plan. He doesn't do it or they would have done it for you already. All they're going to do is try to convince you to stay the course. Find somebody that does planning and get a second opinion. Now, if you're married, what you're saying, Jim, right now ties perfectly into this next segment that we want to discuss, and that is to get on the same page with your spouse, financially speaking, because right now what happens is one spouse usually takes care of the investments and one spouse typically takes care of the budget. We've seen that a lot. And typically it's the man, potentially, just based on the age generation we're working with, they take care of the investments, the wife will take care of the budget. And what we got to make sure is both spouses understand the investments and the overall plan because as we get older, we pretty much know men have a shorter lifespan and have a higher probability of dying first before most of, of the women, most of the wives. So we have to make sure the wife understands the money and knows how everything's working, where the income's going to come from, how much risk they're taking as a couple, how much, how many fees they're paying, all those things, Jim. They got to get on the same page. And if they do, their marriage is going to be better and their finances are going to be tremendously better. Yeah, Dan, you know, and, um, you know, we don't have enough time right now in this segment to explain all that. But if you hang around here for the next segment, we're going to kind of take you through that. Uh, we're going to talk about the planning process. We're going to talk about how to protect your spouse, how to protect your children, and most importantly, how to protect you right now so that if we do have a continued market disruption like we saw last year, that you're going to be okay and there's ways to fix that. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list, 
Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. It's time to get back to the show. Once again, here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed on the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Welcome back. Today we are talking about seven financial resolutions. We covered the first six. Number one was stop worrying about my money so much. The second was taking control of my money, stop being so disorganized with my finances. The third is to understand your money and understand the fees you're paying. The fourth is stop taking too much risk. The fifth was nail down an actual retirement plan in writing. The sixth is to get on the same page with my spouse, financially speaking. And all those things are financial resolutions that if you focus on and if you do adhere to becoming more educated on all those subjects, you're going to have a lot stronger financial package. How about number seven? And seven can be tough in some cases because what happens is money is very emotional. People don't like to talk about money being emotional, but we talk about it all the time. And one of the things you have to do is you have to hold your advisor accountable. You have to demand things that you have to have to be financially successful from your advisor. And an advisor is yourself. You got to demand it from yourself. But overall, if you have an advisor outside your household, you have to make sure you hold them accountable. And number one, make sure and realize and know in your head and your heart that your advisor, first and foremost, is not your friend. Your advisor is supposed to be your most trusted consultant to give you good financial advice to put you in a financial position that you don't have to worry about your money during retirement. You know, Dan, you made a great point there. And I'm going to reiterate it because we hear this a lot is that your advisor is not there to be your best friend. Your advisor is there to give you the best advice. And people have a really difficult time separating that. And even listening to the show, people are listening right now and said, well, I, I don't want to call them because I'm, I feel like I'm cheating on my advisor. You're not cheating on your advisor. Again, your advisor is the trusted person there to put together all these planning techniques we're talking about on our shows. And if you have that, don't call us. You have what you need, right? Well, think about it, Jim. If someone is worried about how much risk they're taking – and they are taking too much risk, they need to find that out now. If they're paying more fees than they were told, they need to find that out now. If they don't know how to generate income that won't run out, they need to find that out now. If they're not sure how much tax they're going to pay or how much they can leave the beneficiaries, they need to find that out now. And you think about, you know, then clients do think that if they call us to get a second opinion, they think they're cheating on their current advisor. Well, you're not. If you don't call us, you're cheating on your family because you're number one goal and responsibility is to yourself and your family. It's not to your advisor. Your advisor is not your friend. I guarantee if you switch advisors, your advisor will no longer be your friend. So does that mean they were your friend in the first place? No. <laughs> no, no. no, not at all. You know, and you know, we're, we're really passionate about what we do here. Hopefully you can you can sense that just based on listening to us on the radio show. We're passionate because we'd love to help people. We actually can, we help people. We, we get a thrill out of that. We get a thrill out of lowering your risk. We get a thrill out of lowering your fees. We get a thrill about uh, making sure that your income plan is going to work. We get a thrill by educating you. We get a thrill by educating your spouse who may know less about the money. We get a thrill of the fact that we can put together a full retirement income plan, tax plan, legacy plan that we can look at yearly to make sure the benchmarks are being met so that you can comfortably go through retirement. That is what thrills us, Dan, and we know how we do this and we love it. Our clients love us for it. And we just say there's, there's different ways of designing income plans and tax plans. There's different ways to invest money. And if you go to the right firms out there, you can really change your life. Well, and when you think about it, it's okay to like your advisor. That's okay. But number one, 
the first goal is to make sure your advisor is giving you a plan that puts you in the best possible position to be successful with your money for as long as you live. So if your advisor is doing all those things, we say stay with that advisor, hang with them, and definitely continue to love that advisor because they're taking care of you. But you have to go back through the checklist again. Right now with the current advisor, do you have in writing exactly how much you're paying in fees from all the different sources? And you have to answer that. And if you have a spouse, answer that together. Number two, do you have in writing exactly how much you could lose if the stock market crashes like it did in 08 and how much did you lose last year? And how? And I think it's just important, how much are you willing to lose? Do you have in writing exactly how your income is going to flow to you from every source for the next 30 years to make sure you feel comfortable that you know where your money is going to come from each month? Do you have in writing how much tax you're going to pay and how much net excess monthly income you're going to have? And what that means is your gross income you get each month that's how much you bring in. You have to pay the taxes off of it. So you have net income. You subtract your budget off of that and how much excess do you have? And you got to make sure that's a big positive number because it's that excess monthly income that will make you feel comfortable. And then do you have in writing right now, if your advisor you know, really loves you as a friend, do you have in writing how much you're going to be able to leave to your loved ones, which is your kids and your grandkids? If you have all those things, your, your advisor is wonderful. You should love them. But if not, you better find someone who can do those things, Jim. Yeah. The problem, again, I mentioned this on a previous show, is that uh, people spend more time, Dan, planning their vacation each year than looking at their finances. But well, because a vacation's fun, it's fun, and finances aren't because people don't feel like they understand finances. It's stressful. It causes them anxiety, and they worry about it, and they feel they don't feel smart enough to make decisions because their current advisor doesn't allow them to. Yeah, but but if they go through our planning process, and we know this, Dan, because we do it every single day, we see how we change that whole feeling about your money. Because if you become educated about your money, if you become prudent with how you invest your money, if you understand all the things that we've discussed on this show and other shows, you will have the best retirement. You'll have the best vacations you could ever think of because you'll stop worrying so much about your money. Well, I think that's one funny thing about us versus other advisors. You know, one of our key things that we try to help people do is to feel comfortable spending their money. Think about it. Yep. We're financial advisors that are telling people it's okay to spend their money. We're building plans that allow them to feel comfortable. It's okay to spend an extra two or $3,000 on average per month to travel and do all those wonderful things that they had planned to do all the way through retirement because that's why they save the money. And we just think it's key to help people in that mode. So if um, all the things we're saying make a lot of sense to you and you like a little bit of help yourself, stay tuned to our offer and make sure tune in next week and we would love to hear from you again. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list, Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. 
Investment advisory services are offered through Fiduciary Solutions, LLC, a California-registered investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, and securities may lose value. Insurance products and services are offered through PFFG Insurance Agency, LLC. California Insurance License Number 0N14013. Dan Ahmed, California Insurance License Number 0732913. And Jim Files, California Insurance License Number 0F06511.